We can hear you. I sent her a text. Oh, maybe you have to okay. choose different ear- earphones. Is this part of the podcast where I don't choose know the questions you guys are asking and I just randomly talk? Phones, yes, yes. <laughs> That's how we start yes. everyone. Okay. Down in the bottom. Speaker setting. You think she's going to find it? She's searching. She's clicking. Oh. I like her chances. She oh. got it. Bam, no. <laughs> default. Oh, now we default. Oh, now we default. Oh. Oh, sh- there we now go. We got a crazy echo. Aha. Is that okay? So good. Great. Uh, can you hear us? Yep. I think she oh, got those shit, first Brian, head. you're breaking up. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? Don't say, don't tell me that. Did you get your cable yet? Your cable comes on Saturday. That's tomorrow. Allison. Hello. Who is, hi. Who is the greatest CrossFitter who's ever lived? <sighs> CrossFit Games. I mean, we know who the greatest CrossFitter who ever lived is. That's me. But who's the greatest CrossFit Games athlete who ever lived? I mean, it's got to be a toss-up between Matt and Tia. I know that's the boring answer, but... No, I think that's... I think how, that's how could you say anything differently? Right. I was just seeing if you were going to be sexist and forget about the women. <laughs> no. Test. You pay. You pass. I was trying to remember how, you know, she's had, I think that I keep a little bit closer eye on the women's side just because it's closer to me, but she's had such a dominant win the last few competitions. It's, it's it's a mix up. It's scary kind of, right? How good she is. It is. It is. Who who do you think that they would say is the better between them two? (laughs) Wow. That is a good question. That is, I need to get the both of them on and ask him that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to write that down. Get Tia and Matt on. That should should be easy. I don't think either. Did I just join the podcast? Yes. Oh, you want to be on that show? Yeah. All right. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hobart, you're off. Scuds, you're in. Allison, there is the TDC. Yep. And then there's the DTC. DTC, yes. That's you. Yes, and you, that's and me. that's you. Yep. And TDC and you, is you got you got his logo on. The I Dave do. Astro. I uh, I went out of my way to wear it for this show. I thought it was apropos. I thought nice. okay. Um how how does that happen that Allison Scuds becomes the demo team captain? It's a great question. Um, Ultimately, that's a great. That's a great response, by the way. Yeah. Use that as often as you want. I will. I will. Except, don't say it if I, I ask I think, anything. He doesn't like that. Definitely <laughs> true. The short answer, honestly, is that I just asked him. Basically, um, I kind of, you know, the longer answer is that I was a part of the demo team in 2017. Been around. I live near the ranch and HQ. So I've been around, you know, testing. I tested last year's games workouts and 
different workouts throughout the past couple seasons. And as soon as semifinals were over, he hit me up to come back out to test this year's games workouts. And I had actually just tuned in for a short little snippet on uh, when he was on, on the podcast with you guys and heard him say that he asked Paul and that Paul couldn't do it this year. And so I was like, wow, I would love to, uh, to be the demo team captain. I had so much fun in 2017 and, you know, it's kind of the best, obviously would love to be competing at the games over anything, but it's kind of like the best backup, um, gig and just super honored to be trusted with that position. And I was just testing and I was like, Hey, can I, um, I don't know if this is the type of thing that you're supposed to ask about, but just wanted to let you know, I'm available to be the demo team captain and I'm responsible and, (laughs) you know, kind of gave my little pitch there. And a couple weeks later, after some brutal testing, he asked me to be the captain. When, when you asked him, did he respond even? Did he like look up at you? Did he make eye contact with you? Did yeah, he, I think he just kind of laughed. Yeah. No, he acknowledged that I said it for sure. Yeah. Um, Dave has a way without words. He does. <laughs> um, and had you been invited to be on the demo team first? Like were you no. going to be on the demo team regardless? Of, so so no. you just went straight for captain. Yeah. You weren't like, hey, could I be on the demo team? And he's like, yeah. And then you were like, oh, how about demo team captain? Because to be, be yeah. to get on SEAL Team 6, you first have to become a SEAL. Well, I guess I did that in 2017, right? Good point. Paid, paid my Good dues point. that year. Um, why didn't why didn't you do any other um, demo teams besides 2017? And I remember you being there. That's where I first met you. Yeah, probably because I uh, didn't do well enough the other years. And, you know, he usually picks people that are within a few spots of qualifying for the games. And... 2018, I actually don't even remember what place I got, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> and then uh, 2019 was semifinals. Did they have a demo team? That was that the weird year. I don't. I don't 2019 know. was when there were like 130 men and women competing oh, in the national yeah. champion year. And, so um, I don't know. I don't even remember who was on 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 that year. And then last year he chose. Um, there was only three people on the demo team. That um, and they were all in phase one of the games because they had done the online part. Allison, who was the captain of the demo team the year you were on the demo team, 2017 in Madison? Paul Tremblay. I think he's been the demo team captain for a while now. I think it's a five or six at this point. Yeah. He must be bummed he can't do it this year. Yeah, I talked to him um, to kind of give me the rundown on the team. And he, I think he's still going to be there though. He's just running the. Canada something for the affiliates, maybe. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's like some yeah. sort of ambassador or liaison for the, um, the right. prison of the prison that we call the former country of Canada. That's now a prison. Um, no, that's totally fair. It's totally fair. Um, I, I, I remember me I crack open a cold one. No, please. I, I, rem- I remember you being on the demo team that year, and the demo team was so fun, and everyone on there was really cool. And it was a, it's a pretty crazy mix of doing something that's very, very serious and no time to screw around, and yet there is a lot of screwing around. <laughs> would you say that that's a correct characterization of the... I would say so. It's definitely one of those positions that you have to be ready for anything 
but there's a lot of downtime. So you're, you're doing a lot of waiting and because if Dave needs something tested really quick, you got to be ready to be able to do that. So you can't just be off in vendor village or anywhere. You have to be just kind of waiting on standby. But I think that that makes it fun because you get to spend a lot of time with the team bonding and um, media and anybody who's kind of behind the scenes just because you're you're not really doing anything, but you got to be ready to do something. Do you it won't be, be nearly as fun as, as when I was there, by the way. I promise you, Allison. Probably not. It, it will not. Go ahead, Brian. Do you, do you always have to be ready for a game of knockout also? You do. Yep, that's part of the requirements. Are you, you have you any... ever beat David in a game of knockout? Uh, I don't think that I have. We played a few games uh, during the testing week. I had a couple. I'm not a basketball player by any means, but I have the the lucky uh, zero technique. But I feel like I have pretty good luck sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I beat him at a game. How often? How often does Dave win the game of knockout? Based on. The last week, I don't think he won any. His uh, nephew, Max, it was so funny. He, he lives, Max lives on the ranch. And we, we were joking, Lucas was joking that anytime Max hears like the dribbling of the basketball, he just comes running out. He's like ready to go. <laughs> so That's I think Max won and Boz, I think, won around too. Wow. And Boz got a bizarre shooting style. Yeah. Bizarre. Yep. I think that's kind um, of my very, technique is just like the push. Like I was, I was practicing a little bit afterwards with like the the flick, but I. Uh, but uh, but you guys are all very competitive. It's very competitive, Brian. It's not a joke. The knockout. Know, oh it. yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah. Remember, like uh, rules and standards and everything. I was walking uh, off off of the North Park in 2018 or 2019 into the whatever area, and I was like. What's going on over there? And I look over, and it's just Dave and the demo team, and some guys playing a game of knockout. And it's like it was like pretty competitive. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> he's played so much basketball, knockout, and played so much with Max that he's basically injured himself at times. I mean, because he's no spring chicken. He's he's uh he's no spring chicken. Um, and and what time will you? When will you go to Madison? And and do you know the the what time you you report to Dave for the very first time? I get in Thursday, which is a day earlier than I was supposed to, but I guess the flights were a little bit cheaper or something. <clears throat> so Thursday, Thursday the 22nd? Yes, like this coming Thursday, one week okay. from yesterday. Will the entire and team arrive on the same day? I think that most of the team is getting in Friday or possibly Saturday, and I think Dave gets in Saturday, so likely we'll be – going as soon as Dave gets there. But when I remember in 2017, when I arrived, we actually flew into Chicago that year. It's like a two hour drive. And I step out of the car onto the turf and Dave's like, uh, do a handstand walk here. I want to see if it'll burn your hands. <laughs> like literally. <still laughs> that was the first thing he ever said to me. <laughs> I want to say, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> I was like, I all right, say- we're doing it. <laughs> um, when when I would film the behind the scenes with him, I would I, um, he was usually that's where I would usually start my mornings, and they would start very early. I would meet him like I think at five a.m. usually in the hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, what what time do you guys report? Do you know yet? I don't know yet. I don't have a day by day schedule or anything, but we'll probably be ready to go as soon as he is too. 
And do you know who the Dave Whisperer is this year? Yes, Nicole Christensen, I think. Wow. Wow. I always think um, every year is going to be her last year. That's amazing. <laughs> That's. Do you know amazing. when her first year was, Seva? I don't. I don't. It was someone think else had... in 2017, I think. Yeah, she, there's been some years off. I think okay. she had a baby. I think oh, she had her full, full fill of Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there were a couple. Needed a break. <laughs> yeah, I needed a break. But man, they sure do work well together. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've actually met her in person, but we've been texting a little bit. He he told me, I said, hey, how did you pick Allison? And he said, um, one, you were destroying the workouts. He said, dude, he said, you will not, you would not believe how good she is. I said, really? Wow. He goes, dude, she was, she's, she was crushing the athletes there. And then two, he said like you would finish a workout and there'd be another workout setting up somewhere and you would just run over there and start just helping the next group set up. Aww. And so I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm Are there to work true? and I'm happy to, you know, crush the workouts to my best ability and just try to be an asset everywhere else. You know, I know there's a lot to do with the games, so just try to be helpful. Um, and um, do you know all the workouts? Yep. Okay, well, let's go through them. Let's start, okay. at, uh, <laughs> let's start at number 15 and work our way back. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, when, you, when I w- you know, being close to Dave, they're not really official until they're official, right? Until the athletes are literally about to go. So there, there could right. be some, some plot twists in there that I don't know. And, and I've seen you guys have to deal with that. I've seen that, like... You guys get off. It, it's the end of a day. It's let's say it's the end of Thursday. You guys have been working all day. You guys are getting ready to leave, and he's like, "Take your backpacks off. We're going to test one of the workouts for tomorrow. I think I want to tweak something." And oh, bam. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I've se- I've seen you guys get uh get work. Have you ever seen the um <laughs> the dreaded okay stop you're done where he does the thing where someone's <laughs> working out in the middle and they get told oh, yeah. that like yeah. Not someone like personally that's happened to me at, in, oh, at the games that year. At the games that year, it was one of those scenarios you're talking about. It wasn't at the end of the day, but it was in fact, I believe it was Sunday. So once the game starts, the demo team is pretty much done. We have to do all the uh, athlete briefings, but usually the testing is pretty much concrete at that point. But and Sunday of all days, most of the briefings are done at that point. So we we're gonna have like a relaxing morning. I get up and I have a text from Paul to the team. Like we need to go in five minutes, like get, get your stuff ready. So I like quickly get ready. No breakfast, not even a drink of water. We get on site and he's like, uh, the girls are going to run the, the hay bale event from that year, which was like burpee cheese curds over the hay bale and then 800 meter run or something nasty. And I think I I was there for this too. I think I remember this. Yes. Yeah, we were all testing out different rep schemes, and I think I had the least of everyone, I'm pretty sure. And I was running, and Alex Parker was on the team, who's, you know, one of the best runners in CrossFit, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be so bad. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just, but, you know, you just, you just put your head down and do the work to the best of your ability, and I forget how many rounds, couple rounds in, and Alex has basically already lapped me, and I'm just suffering so hard, and Dave is just like, yeah, you can go ahead and stop. 
<laughs> while the others finished up the workout. I lo- I love it when I see those. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, it was like a year ago. I can't remember who it was, but someone was doing clean and jerks or something out there on the uh by the by the pull, pull up rig that's outside at Aromas. Mm-hmm. And he just walked over to him. He's like, "You're done." And they keep going. He goes, "No, you're done. Stop." <laughs> <laughs> and and the rest of the group's still going. I'm like, "Oh, man." It's like in the Gong show, like when the the Gong gets hit three times or when the cane comes in and just pulls you off. Someone's like in the middle of just roasting their soul and they're just told to stop well maybe maybe the worst is even when you're doing a workout and you know you're doing really bad and really suffering you're so slow at this point you know they're not going to get any good data from it but they just make you keep going that might be actually worse because you're like there's no way they're going to use this or they're going to, you know, base it off of somebody else. Like they're not getting anything good from me doing this right now, but I just got to keep going. What are, what are some, what's some of the feedback that he takes from you and the other athletes when you're demoing the workouts out there at the ranch? Usually just how it felt. I think the probably the main thing that he's looking for is general time domains and if certain you know, parts of the workout will hold people up more than he thought, or it wasn't, maybe he wanted it to be this type of workout where this movement was the limiter, but then that was too easy or too hard. But I'd say, yeah, time, time domain and Mm -hmm. stimulus is really what he's looking for from from the testers. When I see see some testers, like veteran testers like yourself, but specifically I'm thinking of James Hobart at this point, mm-hmm. l- literally when they finish, they'll start giving feedback. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Dave really appreciates it. Like um, uh, like Hobart will be like, oh, dude, there's going to be six guys who can do this unbroken. And Dave will be mm-hmm. like, okay, it wasn't too he- heavy. And he goes, no, yeah. not at all. He's always perfect. Or, hey, I mm-hmm. would make it if – you, if you want it to go even faster, you could do this. And mm-hmm. are, are you in that place with Dave where you'll just give him feedback? Are oh, you yeah. Are enough to him to do yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's usually like a discussion, you know, that comes after it. Like this was my experience with it. This is, you know, this movement is a strength of mine. So – and he kind of can, can tell that too from watching you where I really struggle with this movement, but I think the, you know, top whatever – games athletes will be able to handle it really well based on X, Y, and Z. Or there was the workout from last year. I think there was a workout. Wasn't there a workout last year that had bike and rope climb in it? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I remember there was was one of the only ones I didn't actually test last year. Okay. Oh yeah. And I saw you at testing last year. Yeah. And, uh, you, you did that final workout. Atalanta. Yep. Yeah. That That was was crazy. day. That was one of my best uh, like testing memories, I think. That was insane. Did you rip your hands on that workout? No. Can Can I have to ask you about that? Because it was I wrote yeah. I wrote about this, and I've but I was kind of always speculated. Like one of the things I mm-hmm. noticed at the end of that workout was Matt and Tia didn't rip their hands, but yeah. lot, you know about half the half the athletes did, and I was like, how can they be so good at everything and also be the best at hand care? Like, why are some athletes ripping on that test and some are not? Yeah. That's another good question. You guys got a lot of this. Um, for me personally, actually, I, I, I gave that one to Brian before the show. <laughs> All right, Savon, you have the good questions. Thank you. For me, honestly, I basically never rip, no matter what I do. Uh, I ripped really, really bad when I first started CrossFit because I didn't want to use grips, 
And then I was like, all right, I'm never doing that again. It was at a cross uh, competition. So even worse. And it also just takes you out of training too. Like even if you rip when you're training, you can't keep training. So I was like, I got to figure this out. But for me, I don't have that crazy of a routine. I try to keep, I moisturize every night before I go to bed because the chalk really dries my hands out. And then maybe like once a month, I just really lightly run my regular razor over the top um, just to get any big ones. But like, honestly, your armpit, like your armpit razor? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Same, same one. And, like in the uh, shower, and you do that in the shower. Yep. Wow, that's you need to make a video of that that's hardcore. <laughs> Why? That, that would be good with a close-up shot. I just think it'll get eyeballs. I think it'll be good for your following. It's kind Go of. On. It is kind of. I used to be a me- to like- I used to be a media director. I know some shit. <laughs> it is very satisfying to pull your skin out of the razor. I will say. I don't know if that's weird, but not it's, weird. It's, it's satisfying. Oddly satisfying. <laughs> But yeah, just really lightly over it. So it just takes off, you know, the extra callus. Um, but I think the biggest thing in ripping is just how you grip the bar. And I actually did make a IGTV about this. So if you're interested, check it out. Um, is I use my grips and I um, don't put the fingers in. And then I almost do like a false grip on the bar. So my my hand is like on top of the bar like that. And so it's kind of, it's pulling here up against here. So I have like calluses right there, but this part of my hand barely touches the the bar at all. So I think that's probably got a little bit to do with it. It just always, it's One just of the always worst. fascinating to me that, you know, some people are, mm-hmm. are always ripping. And if you rip early in a competition, especially it's like the games, like it's pretty, yeah. it just kind of sucks. So it seems like as a yeah. top level athlete, that should be something you have like you spend some time figuring out what's going to work for you. And I guess in that workout, it was like, they knew it was the last workout. So maybe they just like let themselves go or something. But I was like, man, these people are not tearing and not even, don't even look like they're coming close. And this is like a bloodbath over here. Yeah. Well, and there could be so many different things that, you know, maybe they had another event where they build up a callus. Cause that's usually how you rip is you build up a callus and then that part of your skin doesn't move. So it just rips off. And it's all relative, right? If you're Brandon Luckett and you your arm hyperextends in the first event, a hand tears like no big deal. Yeah, that's true too. <clears throat> um, one of the worst things about getting old is you stop having ingrown hairs and blackheads. Hmm. And those nice. are like one of the, that's like some of the most fun things about youth is popping those things. <laughs> is it? I, I, is that I, your I, like I thought, main main? Uh, like I really liked thing it that you miss. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. It's pro- yeah, it's probably one of my. Do you still have a bo- when I last year you had a boyfriend? Do you still have a boyfriend? I still have a boyfriend. Yep. The you same one that I met. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looks like a model, big old he thighs. Does. Yeah. 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 And um, do you like Superman? Yes, I could totally see that. Yeah, he's got a whole Clark Kent vibe to him. Yeah. Um, and do you do you um, pop his in? How old is he? Does he have ingrown hairs or blackheads or anything like that? Is he 30. travels at 30? Oh, maybe he's uh, through that phase already. Often. Do you ever do you ever do any monkey grooming on him? Like, oh, do you get excited to pop a blackhead on his back or something? I'm more of like the random hair um, person. So I like to like tweeze those. Like like one of those like coarse on ones that comes out of the eyebrow. Right. Gotcha. Yes. One of those too. Yeah. You know, it really sucks. Um, I am, I'm straight and I have a wife and my wife doesn't do any of that shit for me. And that really sucks because no, but that, but you secretly want her to, 
not secret. I'm, it's not even secret. It's here oh, on the podcast. I tell her all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's like one of the core tenets <clears throat> of being a good wife is like to do that stuff. She, I could be like, hey, I think I have a blackhead on my back or I see one. I've been with her a long time and she can't, she doesn't even know how to do it. It's absurd. It's absurd. Like a nice, if I, I'll spot one on her leg when we were younger, fucking 200 yards away. Oh, can I pop that? Yeah. And just get a little, you know, get the little hair. You know how like the hair is in there. It's so satisfying. It's that little rock comes out. So maybe you, you know should start shaving your hands. Maybe you'll find I, that you'll fill that void. <laughs> maybe it, that does scare me though. When you say that, that you do that. This is very gentle, not hard. Yeah. I mean, even if you and do you, it hard, honestly, like you're not, I mean, you, you do it against your face, don't you? True. And it doesn't cut true. your face. So true. Um, do you do it in the shower when there's soft? When what? Do you do it in the shower when they're soft? Like when they're wet? Yes. Yeah. In the shower. Yep. Okay. If, if the guy who wins the CrossFit games and the gal who wins the CrossFit games is the coolest person at the CrossFit games and then second place is the second coolest and it goes down to like whatever it goes down to. Are you saying the, they're the coolest or are we just making that assumption for the sake of this? We're just making that assumption for the sake okay. of this conversation. Um, where does the demo team fall in that? Like, are you, are you guys as cool as like a 10th place finisher or like, are you guys more like a 17th place or, or are you as cool as like the fourth place? Because when you're back there doing the behind the scenes, like I used to do, you guys were like, shit, you guys were top five to me. You guys were like, just like, but I don't, well, but I don't know. I have a, I have a bias, but I don't know if the, the yeah. crowd even knows who you guys are. Like, well, I think like, I probably have a bias too, but. It's funny that you say that because they just made a really cool graphic for us today with the announcement of all the other members. And someone made a comment that was like, demo team getting more hype than the third heat at the games. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> more than the second heat at the games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian, uh, say it. I was going to say, I think the third heat is actually like the, the 11th through 20th. Because it goes one, two, three, four, okay. so it'd be the ten. But that, so that would be even they bet, they more credit for the heat, demo but, team. Yes. <laughs> um, does the uh, do you, as the captain of the team, do you have any in input or influence on who else gets to be on the team? I was in the discussion of it, but I wasn't really making decisions. Um, you know, that they were kind of just talking about <clears throat> different athletes who they thought would be a good fit and. Yeah, I think I, I, I guess the there. what I was kind of envisioning where you could possibly have a, an influence is if they said, "Hey, we're thinking about this person or this person, and we're trying to look for someone mm -hmm. to kind of offset your skill set." Do you have a like? Do you have a thought about which one maybe you've competed against them or something like that? Yeah, I think they do do that a little bit. I mean, most of the testing, like I said, is pretty much done, but I think they try to make. I think Dave wants everyone to be actually pretty well-rounded. Like he doesn't want someone there who can't do a certain movement. Um, but yeah, it's not really that strict of a process, I guess. It's kind of just like who did really well this year and who they think would be a good fit on the team. How often do you think someone's asked and it turns it down or is unavailable? I, I don't know. Who, oh, who CrossFit asks and they, they turn mm -hmm. it down? Or do you think like I would say probably. Like, oh, I got to do this. Yeah, I think that most athletes would, would try to make it happen at all costs. Um, it's just such a you know special opportunity that 
you may never get again. So I think, I think everybody who got, who was asked this year accepted. Um, I, I definitely know at least two people who tried to get on this year who did not get on. I'm sure you know Aww. a couple. I'm sure you know oh. a couple too. Do you know a couple? I well, know you know I, at least one, whether you know it or not. Chris Harris. <laughs> oh no! I, I, oh. I no. I heard that he make it was, make it three. Okay, go ahead. I heard that he was wanting to be because his teammate got popped, but I think at oh. the point that that news broke, they had already it was already finalized. Did Chris Harris pop? No, it was uh, oh. the girl on his team. I don't know her name. Oh, I, I thought two people popped on that team. Oh, no, no, that was two, another two team. Teams. Three oh, actually, oh. three different teams had someone pop, but uh, only one per team. Three uh, different teams no, now? I don't think that's right. I think the te- there was a team with the husband and the wife. They both. Oh, well, yeah. He's he's claiming that it was a tainted sample. It was so, yeah, a Rain's mistake, wife. but, yeah. but that then, was uh, a... Katie Christian was a girl on Move Fast, Lift Heavy. And then Deshaun, I can't remember his last name, from Invictus Unconquerable was the latest one. Yeah. It, was that uh, – this isn't what this show is about, but Brian, was that the one that had the numbers in it, the GW1516? I think so, because uh, I just read it yesterday, last night. And so I looked that up. I forget what it said, it's but anyway, someone then. Is, oh, it helps you with. Does that mean it helps you with endurance? I think it helps with recovery. Okay, is that the same thing Ricky popped for? It is, and Sean Ramirez, and uh, I think Kelly Holm. At, at least those three. Oh, interesting. Popular. I wonder if they. I wonder if they go to the same doctor. Well, I mean, if it, it's, if it helps with the recovery, that's the thing I would yeah, take if I was going to try to compete yeah. at the games because it's almost about just as much about how fast you can recover and perform again as it is your actual performance. Yeah. I mean, training is like that, really. You can only train as much as you can recover. Otherwise, you get hurt. <laughs> um, how often does Dave talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> I Every can't hour? recall a time. Oh, Alex. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. I, she didn't let her finish. She was going to say, I can't recall a time that he wasn't talking about you. Yes, that was it. <laughs> you're, a great, you're a great co-host, Brian. He, he's not like, oh, I wish Sevon was here. I miss him doing the behind the scenes. You know, you know, he met, I, I, I just came up that he mentioned when he was on your podcast something that he had said, though. Oh. But not, but, but, okay. But my podcast, not me directly. Yeah. Oh, but I'll tell him my, that you were wearing his hat. Breaks my heart. Yeah, thank you. Please do. Maybe um, I'll send him a picture now. Even better, please. Yes, do that. Do that. Do you, do you ask him before you do these podcasts since you've been um, anointed as uh, demo team captain, Allison? I did not ask him personally. I just ran it by Lucas to make sure, you know, I wasn't, um, not this podcast specifically, but I was on another podcast and then I was doing a Q&A on my page and I just wanted to make sure it was fine because I have an NDA about all the secrets, but I, um, it's fine to talk about my experience there. I, I, when when <clears throat> one year, I don't remember what year it was. I want to say, did, did Matt and Rich compete once at the ranch to get against each other with a third person? Maybe Dave was in the workout too. Ben Smith. 
There was an open workout. I think it was uh, oh, yeah. 56, maybe 16.5 or 15.5. And Dave did that workout also afterwards. And there's a very unflattering, fi- famous picture of him that's, uh, sometimes shows up on social media. Nice. I hate it when the words f- famous and unflattering are together. <laughs> um, infamous. There infamous. was a, so there was a, there was this, um, there was a, a, a leak that year. And they were trying to figure out where it was coming from, where it was coming from. And it was hard to tell. Um, but eventually they tracked it from like one gym in South Dakota and then one gym in Texas and then one gym in Oklahoma. And they finally pieced it together. And it was someone who worked in one of the vans for the broadcasts. And they, they, really? um, yeah. And they saw the text on his phone somehow. And so right before we went live that year on the air, I can't remember if it was Dave or Joe Novella, but someone literally just walked in. This guy's sitting in his position to do his job, and they're like, dude, leave. You're fired. And oh. he was gone. And Yikes. then right after that, all the employees at HQ were required to sign an NDA. And I wanted to say there was a reason why myself and one other guy didn't sign it because it said something in there like you could have to pay fines of up to like $300,000. Whoa. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I can't sign that. And somehow I just beat, beat around the bush. Do they still have that thing in there with the $300,000? Did you remember seeing, or did you even look at it? You just signed it. You're like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a safe. Yeah. I just signed it. Honestly, I don't, I didn't read it. Um, I, think I didn't read that, it either. Someone else told me, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that, you know, it's kind of lame when people, leak stuff. Cause I think even as an athlete, if I were competing, I wouldn't want, you know, that's part of the f- cool part of the games is the unknown and unknowable. Right. But just like the people who, you know, take drugs and stuff, it's like, they're just trying to get an upper hand, but it's kind of lame when people, when people do that. Cause it just, it's like, it's like ruining Christmas in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, totally. I agree. Um, do, does anyone ever try to come out to aromas and spy? And all the times I know you've spent a lot of time out there. Not that I have witnessed personally, but I I do think about that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, but it's so out in the middle of nowhere that the people that would either be close by are probably very few. And then if you traveled a really long way to try to get a hint on the games, it's like, okay, good luck. <laughs> right, and, and and definitely he he because that road is so isolated. Yeah. I mean, he knows every car that goes down that road. So if you went down that road, he'd be like, oh, shit. What's Matt Fraser doing here? (laughs) Gotcha. Um, So what's your relationship like with Adrian Bosman? Because you'll be working closely with him, right? Isn't it like Mm -hmm. him and Todd Widman? Aren't they the ones who are like – They'll be like, okay, I'll, uh, demo team, send someone out. And then you send, you choose someone and send someone out and they demo it for the athletes. I don't know exactly what the play by play is going to look like in Madison. I think that it will kind of be a game time. Like we'll prep, you know, the days leading up for all the briefings. I think the whole demo team pretty much goes to every briefing, even if you're not all participating, at least that's what we did in 2017. And then you just, most of the workouts, you just do the like fake go through and show the flow of the, of the workout. I think that, uh, back in 2017, he had us do some 
parts. Like there was a clean ladder or something that year that I think he had some of the guys actually do the weights for, you know, spectacle, but that'll kind of all be decided out there. And one time in Madison, right in the stadium, I feel like he had two of the demo team members. They didn't even know that they were going to do it, compete each other against each other in the event. Do you remember that? It was like Paul Tremblay and like Spencer Hendel or Austin Maliolo or someone like that. And the two of them had to do some crazy workout or was it, who's the guy who owns the gym in Hollister? The really cool dude. The, he's a, on the L1 team. Um, uh, last name starts with a W. God damn it. You know who I'm talking about. You don't know who that is? Mm-mm. He was a games athlete. He was at regionals at, uh, in Del Mar. Wes Pyatt? Maybe? Wes Pyatt. Thank you. Oh, okay. I, yeah, maybe I it was Wes. His gym's in Gilroy. Oh, oh shit. Sorry. No wonder. Yeah. Um, maybe it was him. Oh, maybe, maybe it was Wes Pyatt. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember it. That's probably a little bit of CrossFit history that I know but about that Brian um, doesn't know about, even though I don't seem like I really know about it. Yeah, but that's not surprising, you know, if he if he does something like that. Yeah, I think that you guys could be called to do that. Mm -hmm. I think that the most high pressure situation I've ever seen a demo team athlete be put in was I think it was 2018 when they had the parallettes, and it was broadcast on national television. And I think it was Travis Mayer actually, and he had one chance basically to. I think it it. was uh, Mackenzie Flincham. She was just telling me that story actually. Oh, maybe there were, maybe they there, had there might have been one girl them. and one guy that did it. Like, yeah. Because I think that was a, a live broadcast event. So there might have been yeah. a girl before the girls went and a guy before the guys. Yeah. I was like, dang, that that's a, that's a tough one to have to do on the spot and get it right one the first time. Yeah, it really is. Travis Mayer's been on the demo team? I think, I think he so. was in 2018. Yeah. yeah. Well, shit, that was easy work in his name into the show. <laughs> check Check the box for that one. Um, who's the other, there's, there's one other lady besides yourself and then two boys on the team. No, three and three. No, six. Yeah. Oh, and who are the two, two other ladies? China Cho. That's and, right. Uh, Christine. I just forgot her last name. Cole and Brander. Thank you. Cole. Yeah. Christine Cole and Brander. And, and, and how did you do against them in the open? I don't know. Honestly, I did not look at the, <laughs> the open leaderboard at all this year. <laughs> how how did you do this year? Were you trying to go to the games this year? Yeah, I'm trying to go every year. Actually, I have a question for Brian relating to this. Did you ever get a Tommy his uh, steak dinner? So, I, I, you know, I was kind of disappointed. Let's get a little backstory was... on that. <laughs> okay, backstory, backstory. Um, Tommy and I have had a couple running bets throughout the course of the season. And one of the best. By the way, he's working. referencing to- Tommy Marquez, the host of Talking Elite Fitness, along with Sean Woodland. Go on, sorry. <laughs> That's right. And uh, one of the bets that we had had was relative to Allison Scud's performance at the West Coast Classic. And I, when, <laughs> I actually set the over under at eleven point five, and I gave Tommy the choice. I said, "Do you want the under or the over here?" I said, "I, I think I, w- I would. If I had the choice, I'd take the over, but I'll let you choose." And he chose the under, and I said, "Okay." So we made a bet. It wasn't a steak dinner bet on that one. And, um, it was coming into the final event. You were in, you were better than 11th place at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was top 10. heavy. You were inside the top Ooh. 10. Yeah. I made was... it by the skin of my teeth into the last heat. <laughs> and so she's in the last heat of the final event. And there were, it's one of those workouts. It was 15 ring muscle ups and then five squat cleans at ascending weights. 
And that's a workout for me that when I looked at the totality of workouts, I was, I was like, Hmm, I, I don't know how her strength is relative to the rest of the field. She could slip down a few spots here, but you mm-hmm. didn't. I was actually, I was uh, really impressed with how you did on that workout overall. Thank and you. I didn't feel bad at all losing, losing the bet to Tommy after that. I was like, obviously she's worked on that and <laughs> it has paid off for her. And I think she finished ninth. Your ninth was your final placement. Yeah, ninth overall. overall. I think I got eighth on that event. Yeah. And, yep. uh, uh, how did? Uh, well, it was like uh, for me, for you, it was kind of like bittersweet. Like I think you were probably really happy with the performance on that final workout mm-hmm. and your overall placement, but you were also ninth, and like eighth extends your season, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that my execution, preparation, training in the last year was all the best I could do really. And that's, um, you know, at the end of the day, that's really the only thing that I can control is giving my best effort and being the most prepared that I can be. So I was definitely really proud and I really enjoyed the competition the whole time. Um, just my ability to execute and just, you know, move on from events too. I wasn't really looking at the leaderboard. Obviously my goal was to make it to the games, but I just knew I had to give my all for each event and then move on to the next one and just keep doing that, that all weekend. But yeah, it was, it was definitely bittersweet. You know, I would have loved to do the last chance qualifier or obviously make it to the games, but well, that happens. Your your performances that weekend were a good like testament to what you said because your I think your best three workouts were your last three workouts you finished inside the top eight on all three of those yeah and then so yeah. so Tommy well you had me. a tough you had a tough start you had a tough start yeah I mean it's was sorry Brian the you know the placement like I said I didn't really look at my placement until on each event until after um, the weekend was over so placement wise it looks like I had a tough start but. This first event, I PR'd my training time by over a minute and improved by like a hundred percent from when I did that workout in 2016 regionals. It was just 20th in the field. And that's kind of what I mean by like, I can't, I can only control what I do. So like I PR'd my best time by over a minute and I couldn't control that there was 19 faster times than that. So I was really like, and same on the, same on the ruck run, like run long running events have always been really tough for me. And I've put in a lot of work in that area. And actually it was four loops. And the first loop I was basically in next to last on the first loop. And I was just like, well, I know this is the pace that I can hold for this type of 40 minute long workout. And that's just, I just have to accept that that's like the best I can do and just keep pushing for the whole rest of the workout and don't walk, don't give up, even though I might get last place. And just each lap, I just started picking off girls that had started walking. And there was a couple of people who passed out in that workout who came out way too hot. And so even though those were my two worst finishes, they were some of the biggest wins of the whole weekend, honestly. And I even pat like sprinted past two girls right at the end of the of the ruck run too. So it was really fulfilling to be like um you know just kind of embracing this like ultra realist mindset of like okay, well I would love to be in first place right now, but I'm just that's not my reality right now. So what can I control to maximize um my performance? 
It's a testament to your mental toughness too, because to come out with a couple um, finishes, a couple twentieth place finishes, and the, mm-hmm. to finish as strong as you did is is crazy. I mean, it would Thank be, you. you know, yeah, it's crazy. And you did. I think in, I think mental term. toughness, but also just her experience. You know, she's not uh, new to the sport, and so she's been in situations mm-hmm. like that before, where maybe. You know, I'm just assuming, but maybe she hasn't responded mentally as well to a tough yeah. start placement wise to competitions, but she's not, mm-hmm. she's beyond that now, which is yeah. good to see. I, I think just it's wanna... just easy to get wrapped up, like your self-worth wrapped up in like your placement, but then just knowing that you can have the goal to win and to qualify or to qualify for the games, but ultimately that's only a partially controllable goal. So just because you people did better than you doesn't mean that you're less worthy. Like you still, like I know all the work and dedication that I put in and sacrifices I made. And I really don't think I could have done anything better. Like I'm just, I, I gave it my all and I wasn't good enough this year. And, but that's, that's okay. I'm just going to keep building on that. And hopefully the stars will align. How old are you? 28. What was that final workout, the reg closer 15? What was that? 15 ring muscle-ups or uh, event 15 at the games? Whatever. No, no, no. The, I'm looking at the West Coast Classic, whatever that oh. is. Uh, reg closer 15. At 15 ring muscle-ups, and then it was one clean at, I think, 150, 165, one clean at 175, one clean at... 180, one clean at 190, one clean at 200. I mean, so five Danielle, squat cleans. Danielle Brandon murdered the pack. She did. She really did. She's super strong and great at yeah. ring muscle-ups. <laughs> That's crazy. I was actually surprised to find out that a couple, not everybody went unbroken. Like Danny Spiegel, she cr- also crushed that event, but she didn't, she broke up her muscle-ups. Oh yeah, she did do well, but still twenty seconds and set behind Danielle Brandon in such a and such a um. Well, that's short. Danielle short didn't workout. break break up the muscle ups. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Danielle's Danielle's time on that was a super outlier. I mean, she was the fastest off yeah. the muscle ups and the fastest yeah. through the barbell, which you would not expect yeah. someone to be the fastest in both of those. Right. <clears throat> Last thing about what your question, Allison, I was looking for you at the after party to apologize and commend <laughs> you on your performance. And Tommy said you were there, but we couldn't track you down. So oh, it's actually Sevan's fault because we did a podcast for like two hours before that. Otherwise, I definitely would have had the chance to say that. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember oh, that. Good. I can't believe you still went to the party. Um, how, how did you hear about that story? Tommy told you? Tommy told me, yeah, at the after party. He was like, you won me a steak dinner. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and, and then I was like, what- who is this Brian guy doubting me that I can't make top 10? Like, come on. <laughs> you should just keep pretending like you don't know who he is. Just okay. to, pay, to, pay him, to pay him back for that. I can, I'll show up in Madison. I'll say, hey, Allison, how's it going? She'd be like, anyone know who this guy is? Yeah, security. Hey guys, I did a podcast with Savan and some other dude. I don't know who he was. <laughs> if you um, if you see, if you're at the games this year and you see Brian and Dave are in the same space, will you introduce them to each other? And, Why? And if you can, if you can, can you get a video of that for me? <laughs> I just, I, I just think that Dave's jealous that I have a new friend now that I don't work at CrossFit, and I think he's. I, I think he wants to fight Brian or something. Like he thinks Brian's Plus, stepping on his his boyfriend's turf. 
Plus, Savan knows it, that I won't, won't do anything more than just say hi casually to him in any other setting unless I'm forced to. <laughs> um, anything special with the demo team this year in terms of like, are you going to get your own um, DTC uh, line of clothing, um, your own special shirt? Will you be wearing, you know, like the leader at the games wears a white T-shirt? Is there anything <laughs> that will denote, denote that you are the king shit? You're the, you have the biggest dick on the team? If I don't, I'm going to be upset and noble. <laughs> awesome. Where is my captain's uniform? <laughs> yeah. In the past, I don't think they've done that, right? I don't think that the captain had a special. <laughs> no. I no. don't think so. But you need it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe I could get like a captain's hat. Uh, my final question to you, actually, I'm not going to ask that question. I think I'm done. Have I you been in is... touch with all the people on the demo team already? Um, not, not really. I when before it was official, I texted or I um, Instagram messaged a couple people. Like I, I know Khan already, and and oh, that's um, perfect because that's really what I wanted to ask was if Khan Porter had already set out a schedule for when you guys could drink beers during the weekend. <laughs> not to my knowledge he hasn't set that schedule but he'll have to run it by the captain before it's approved i'm i'm pretty sure he's about the uh the most fun like you you could you'd be hard-pressed to find someone that's more fun than that to have on a demo team yeah i'm super excited i i got to meet con when we both competed in china uh back at the end of 2019 and um we got like just all the American athletes or not American, but I guess English speaking athletes, um, kind of hung out and like, no, like figured out all the like good spots to go in China together. So we got to meet there and he's really awesome. He is a cool dude. Is he the only non-American on the team? James Newberry. Oh, that's right. But, but, but James was already here in the States, right? I guess that was yes. more my question. I wasn't honest with my question. So that yeah. means Khan, Khan is coming from, the the great prison of Australia to the yeah. United States. Holy I think that shit, he had already had awesome. plans to do so. Like he, he announced was coming a couple to weeks ago already. that he was. I think yeah. maybe he was coming with a sponsor or something, but he was always planning to be there. Yeah. Yeah. How do you ever go back? How do you ever fucking go? I've never back? been so. Yeah, well, you you can't you can't go. You have to stay in a hotel room at your at, for two <laughs> weeks at your price. I mean, at your cost. You're because three kangaroo price. because because three kangaroos died somewhere. <laughs> it was fucking insane. And I don't give a fuck about your comments in YouTube. If you don't like this show, don't watch it. <laughs> um, Allison, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was cool. It'll be fun to do a debrief with you afterwards when yeah. you can Then uh, I can talk about all the the good stuff. Yeah, does well, your um does your does your NDA expire? Um, I don't know actually, but I'm assuming. You're like, once I don't know. I didn't public, read it. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> I'm assuming once it's public knowledge, it's allowed to be talked about. Are Are you liking this, so by the way? Too too is this fun? Is this is this an okay consolation? The podcast. No, well, the podcast definitely is. I know you love this. I mean, the being testing. the de being on the demo team is this like you you wanted to go to the games? Like when I asked you, yeah. do you still want to go to the games? You were basically like, yeah, fuck you. Aren't you paying attention? <laughs> um, but is this an, is this an 
is this fun? Like, will you be able to be there and enjoy being on the demo team? Or will you be there watching the games and being like, God damn it, I could have done great at this workout? Yeah, I mean, it's a mix of both. Like, I'm super grateful and honored to be on the demo team. It's such a unique experience and a rare experience, too. So I'm I'm super pumped for the games. It's going to be awesome. And to be hanging out with everybody. It was great to see everybody at West Coast Classic. It's been such a long time. And so to just continue that into the games, but definitely, you know, especially testing almost all of the workouts, it's, it'll be hard, but hopefully just motivating too. And yeah. So do you guys ever, is there ever any element of like, uh, while you're watching a workout go on and you kind of know, you're like, oh man, I had a pretty good time in this one. I wonder how it's going to stack up against the field. Yeah, of course that happens. But you also know, like as, as a veteran athlete, I didn't do the workouts exactly in a row, exactly how they're going to be, um, done at the games. And I well, also wasn't really tapered and you know, training for the games also. So there's so many factors in there that you can't really consider, but uh, you'll definitely, you definitely have that in the back of your mind. The other thing, I hey, just so you is- know too, Brian, there's, there's some, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing and intimate, the position she'll be in. And I'll tell you one thing about being, being be- seen behind the scenes of the CrossFit games. If you saw behind the scenes of what happens at Coca-Cola on the, fucking executive board or the executive board at Nike, or if you saw the shit shows that probably happen in a lot of these corporate juggernauts, you would not be impressed. You'd be like, this is a fucking joke. If you see behind the scenes at the CrossFit Games, it will blow your mind. It's even more impressive than you can imagine. Just the amount of equipment being moved around, what a great oiled machine it is, and yet how fun and the camaraderie. It's a massive undertaking, and it's crazy mm-hmm. cool. And you're the whole time you're so proud, and you can't even kind of believe that you're you're one of the 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 cogs in the wheel. I would say, wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree with that, Allison? Yeah, hundred percent. Even just in the testing process, you don't realize everything that is going on in Dave's mind and what that means for logistics at the games and, and really the spectacle of the games too. Like he said before, you know, he wants a really good test, but he's also aware that like, it's, it's got to look cool too for, for the sport and, and to be like a viewer to get viewers. And Dave will do shit like this that no one will ever know about, but like the workout will finish and, and I'm just making this up, but I can totally see Dave doing the, this. A workout will finish. Someone will have taken first place. He'll lean over to Allison and be like, hey, didn't you get a better time than that in the demo? And he'll be like, yeah. And as the first place winner walks off, he'll be like, hey, Tia, Allison beat you in this workout when we demoed it. I mean, it, it's you see and hear the best shit. It yeah. is so awesome. And too bad I'm not there he to document that, that stuff anymore. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And everyone loves it. Or vice versa, like, whoa, they really crushed you with that event. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You doubled Allison's time and Allison had the tail go between her legs. Totally. It can go any way. But it's so awesome. And he includes everyone. And it's it's Mm -hmm. really – I'm really really stoked for you. It's so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Brian, go ahead. Sorry. Went off on my – he gave Dave and And CrossFit Games a handy. No, you're exactly right. I've had a chance to walk around back there and see all the the process, and it is very impressive. Um, <clears throat> but the uh, the other thing I was wondering if, because I know you give the feedback to Dave sometime, and maybe it's not you, but it could be any of the athletes. If there's ever, 
I would feel like this. If I said to him like, yeah, I think it should be five instead of four. And then you get to mm-hmm. the workout and it's like, man, please, please hope the athletes do, do well on this implement that I suggested that he actually took my yeah. advice on. Yeah. Like you're saying to whatever way you change the event. Sure. Like yeah. if you gave him advice and he implements it, are you like then uh, kind of like sweating it? Like, Oh shit. Did I fuck up? <laughs> no, I think cause it's, it's really a group effort for, for the testing. You know, it's not just, I did it once and then I tell him and then he changes it. So many people test the workouts and then we really like I've done multiple versions of every nearly every workout also and so then from that data he just decides which one fit the best for his vision for that test there's this notebook brian that lucas carries around that i asked him one time where do you keep that he's like oh just next to my bed i swear to fucking god that thing should be kept in a safe (laughs) you've seen that you've seen that notebook right allison it's like nuts Yep. yep just writing down everything yeah, but I think also, and you guys can know this from the history of the games events too, like he's not trying to make every event as hard as possible either. So like some are meant to be short and fast and and he has a vision for, oh, certain, you know, this part should be pretty much unbroken for most people or most people will finish under the time cap or I only want the very best people to finish under the time cap, stuff like that. So the feedback is all relative to what his vision for the test is going to be. Hey, you know, what's weird. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, um, I'm looking at the Riverside FM, like recording features, like the options I have as the host Mm -hmm. and it has an avatar photo for all of us. I sure as hell know you didn't load an avatar photo, right? It's just a pit. No, it's, it's, it's actually you. Do you see that? Do you guys see that? There's like me. Mm -mm. I you and Brian on the right side, and that is—I did not choose that picture. I don't know even, what is it. Yeah, w- what are you doing? Are you wearing a mask in that? <laughs> oh, maybe is it a picture of me like now? I guess so. I guess it just yeah, grabbed a still what... frame of you and stuck up there because that's the shirt you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. And is that is that that's the shirt the I'm wearing? Oh, it maybe is. Maybe it saved it. You got sweatbands on? Are you working out? <laughs> No, I just wear these. I wear these and socks for every show. Actually, I, I wear them almost always, unless I unless I get too hot. For, I can't. I can't do a dry? show bare. I can't do. Say that again. To keep your hands dry. No, to keep me, just to, no to, just to keep me warm. Oh, okay. Just to keep me warm. Okay. Yeah, and I won't work out with them because I don't want them to get sweaty. I see. I actually I mean? use socks as sweatbands when I work out with my cat's faces on them. Oh, like you cut off the ends and just pull socks up? Mm-hmm. And what, to, to stay warm? Yeah, to stay warm. <laughs> no, so, so, uh, so the grip doesn't pull into my wrist and so to help with sweat. Interesting. How many pairs of those do you have? Probably like four. But my wow. favorite one are the ones with my cat's faces on them. I try to how did you get, those. You ordered those somewhere? Yeah, I got them as a gift actually as like the pup socks that were going around like a couple years ago, but I have pretty small feet, so none of the like standard size, one size fits all socks ever really fit me. So I was like, well, I would wear these every day if I just cut them off and use, a, use them as sweatbands. So. Who, who gave them to you? 
I think Ralph got him for me. For oh, Christmas. nice. Yeah. I knew it. And he was okay with you cutting the uh, feet off? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I use him more now. Yeah, awesome. That's a good dude. You have him trained well. Can you imagine <laughs> doing that? I can't imagine doing that for my wife. I should do that. I'm going to do that. Getting her a little, like... I'm gonna, yeah, buy her kids' faces on. No, like I don't mind going to Amazon and getting her something in one click in it, and then being like, "All right, done." You know, like so some like sponges, a really thoughtful thing. like some sponges for the kitchen. Yeah, but something like where I have to upload a photo. Yeah, that's probably like first five years of a relationship thing, maybe ten. Oh yeah, I'm way beyond that. I'm just one click on Amazon. <laughs> Prime now. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing to Allison and a formal apology? Uh, good luck next year. Things that you want to tell her she needs to work on, Brian? Yeah, I'm open. Seriously, open to all feedback. I know you're the data guy, so tell me. Uh, no, I, I was not. Uh, I was not like uh, kidding earlier. I was impressed. At, I was impressed at uh, in Vegas by your performances and your just like uh, continuity of of progression over the weekend, really. Um, all those little things that you shared with us is like, that's stuff that I can't really know. I don't have time to go talk and ask all the athletes and they don't have time to tell me that stuff. So I just see the data. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're scared to talk to them and you're scared to talk to them. And I respect that they're in the middle of a competition. Thank you for reminding me that stuff. Okay. But uh, when I see, when I see someone that finishes a competition strong like that and then does, does well on an event that I was unsure about based on some things from the past and I see you're 28 years old and you've been around you know, for several years, but you still have several years if you want them. Mm-hmm. I think you're in a really good place, um, you know, to just continue to improve and see where, what, what that does for you. And Thank so. you. I appreciate that. And I, I think that's kind of one of my goals too, as an athlete is again, something that I can control as a goal is just being consistent and around for a long time and just, you know, just somebody who's kind of always there and, um, I love, I love doing the sport too. And I think that that part of just like having that longevity in, in your mind is it helps you enjoy it for the whole time as well. It's, it's not like, Oh, I just need to make it to the games next year and then I'll be whatever. Cause even if I make it to the games, I'll still be the same person after the games and want to have, you know, the, the journey to remember and, and really like what's going to be really another- interesting. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I won't forget. I have a secret. I actually, Allison, met you before I met Sevan. Did you? But you probably don't remember, and Sevan would not know that, because I met you at CrossFit headquarters when Sevan invited oh. me there for 18.5 trolling the leaderboard, and he wasn't there. You were there with Emily Abbott doing something for RPM jump rope. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or maybe it was RX Smart Gear, one of those jump rope companies. RPM. Did you shake hands with her? RPM. No, they were just in the gym there, and uh, I think it was just me and Tommy who was, like, showing me around, and her and Emily were sitting there. I think they just arrived, and he's like, you know, he obviously knows them, said hi to them. He's like, oh, this is Brian. I said, hi, hi, and we just went on our way. So Alice oh, and I go back nice. way past you, Savan. Way back. Understood, understood. <laughs> what, what, what the real interesting question is is, God forbid you and Paul don't make it to the games next year. Who is going to be the demo captain in 2022? <laughs> That is the. That's going to be that interesting. The, how Dave reconciles that. Yeah. His next ten days are very important in answering that I question, know. if it should arise. Yes, I got to do my best. I arrived one day. We ha- we had to be there at ten o'clock, and I pulled into the driveway of the ranch at 
9.59 and Dave was waiting at the door telling me that I was late. <laughs> yeah. So that's I an- learned my lesson. That's another weird thing about Dave. Early, no. Yeah. Um, showing up on time is not show is not showing up. I actually had an appointment with him to do shooting with my kid and it was so casual. It was like not a big deal at all. My kid got hungry, so I stopped and got him food. I don't even work for fucking CrossFit and I got fucking berated. <laughs> When I got there, I'm like, Jesus, nothing changes. <laughs> but it was fun, though, because he was like, every consecutive day, he's like, you just keep getting here earlier and earlier. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I don't want to get in trouble again. All right, Allison, thank you. Thank you. 